God is with you. Let us pray. God of love and wonder, you come to us amidst the weeds, the worry and the fear, the uncertainty, and you remind us that your grain is good. You are the source of all that is good, and that goodness is in abundance. Help us to nourish the seeds of your grace and grow your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we dive into the sermon for this week, I want to take a moment and celebrate the life and legacy of John Lewis. Lewis taught us so much about how to live and to love one another, how to pursue justice relentlessly while also seeking to appeal to the goodness of others. We celebrate this incredible life and live in his legacy. There's a TV show some of you might have seen. It's called The Good Place. It stars Kristen Bell, the actress who is also the voice of Frozen's Princess Anna. And from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Sarah Marshall from Crime Scenes, Scene at the Crime. On The Good Place, Bell's character dies and finds herself in a utopian afterlife which she believes to be a mistake as she was not exactly perfect in her life. She knows she doesn't belong in the good place, but it turns out that neither does anyone else. In the show's third season, the characters discover that no one has died and gone to the good place for hundreds of years. Because for all that time, it was simply impossible not to hurt others in some way. The world was and is so connected that no one can be good enough for the good place. It's a silly show, but there's a grain of truth in there. Everything you buy or eat causes someone pain. Every day we tacitly participate in or allow the suffering of others. We are all tangled up in this life together like wheat among the weeds. The parable we read today in Matthew's gospel is a hard one. It's left a legacy of judgment, shame, and fear. Ironically, 
for its audience, this would have been a comforting tale. Matthew's gospel was written at a time of great uncertainty. Imagine that, a time of great uncertainty. In the year 70 of the Common Era, the temple in Jerusalem, the center of social and religious life, was destroyed by the Romans in response to a failed Judean revolt. The world, as people knew it, had stopped. Roman military control was oppressive. Injustice reigned. The remaining followers of Jesus took a look around and started connecting the dots between the shameful death of their Messiah and the state of the world. Consequently, Matthew's gospel has a lot of judgment. Jesus isn't going to just let the people be oppressed. Those who are responsible for suffering will be punished, thrown into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Not just here, but throughout Matthew's gospel. In that context, this is a story of comfort for those seeking justice. But it says something more. Don't throw out the baby with the bath water. If you pull up the weeds, you might pull up the wheat. Be careful, the wheat is precious. That point is crucial to understanding this parable. The primary concern of the one who sows is the wheat. The primary concern of the Son of Man, of Jesus, is God's children. Who are God's children? We are all God's children. Everyone, every baby, every grandparent, every newt, every bird, every spider, every ant, every Democrat, every Republican, every Mexican, every American, every Canadian, shout out to Dave Paul, Chilean, Chinese, Tibetan, Mongolian, Brazilian, Vietnamese, Angolan, Palestinian, Israeli, we are all God's children. And God's grace covers and reaches for us all. Love eternal longs to show itself through and in and for each of us. Yes, there are weeds. Injustice clouds our vision, hurt and pain limit our unity. Suffering flourishes alongside our love and compassion. Sometimes it boils over and we want revenge. We want to cut out the weeds and burn them all. Sometimes we long for the simple, for the complexity to end, for the fire to burn, for the virus to be over, for the kingdom to come. It seems like it would be nice to judge and condemn anything and anyone that hurts us or others. But everything is tied together. We are all God's children, and we are also complicit in the suffering of others. The roots are all tangled up together. 
ultimately, we are not the judge. Thank God we are not the judge. Because the wheat is precious. There is baby in that water. Last night I was bathing the kids and they're so cute. They're in the tub and it's crazy at night. They're like tossing things everywhere. At one point Amos took a cup of water and like poured it on me as I'm fully clothed on the side of the bath. And I was tired and not really excited to have water poured all over me. And I was frustrated, but then we collected them all and I got them all in their PJs and snuggled them up and they got into bed. And, uh, a little while later, I like checked our little baby modern and there's Amos curled up in his little crib. Just absolutely perfect. And I was overwhelmed with love. God wants us to know that we are precious and perfect children. As God's children, we must strive toward our baptismal vow to respect the dignity of every human being. As that great fallen tree, John Lewis, taught us, we appeal to the goodness of every human being to find the good in everyone. This is from John Lewis, who as an undergraduate was attacked for participating in sit-ins to desegregate lunch counters in Nashville. Lewis, who at the age of 21 was brutalized, left unconscious in a bus station in Montgomery as a freedom rider. Lewis, who at 23 years old was one of the big six leaders who organized the March on Washington in 1963. He was the chairman of SNCC, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. On March 7th, 1965, Lewis was also at the front of a crowd of 600 people as they crossed the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama. They faced a destructive and unyielding police force, and Lewis had his skull cracked by batons. After all of that, Lewis gave this word of guidance for us that we appeal to the goodness in others. Respect their dignity and appeal to their best self. Because we're all in this together, just like we sing. We're all in this together. Building the kingdom of God is about living into deep connection with others. Whether we perceive them as wheat or weeds. Amen.
the mustard seed this week is to appeal to the goodness of others. When you're talking with someone that disagrees with you, try to appeal to their best self. To their best self. Not the self that you would want them to be, but the part that edifies and dignifies them. This is not going to be easy, but appeal to the goodness of others. Have a great week. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For prisoners and captives. And for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who are sick and afraid, for the houseless and the mentally ill, for the marginalized and the victimized. We pray for Joan, Robert, Barbara, Callie, Diane, Sophie, Stephen, Tristan, Amelia, for all the unemployed, for UCSB and all the students and teachers, for all who are struggling with the uncertain future, for a sign of life to come. For all of these we pray. God God of love. Hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but de
go in peace to love and serve the Lord.